श्री गुरु वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाए भक्ति विनोद परिवार की जाए गौ नित्यानंद की जाए गौ भक्तवृंद की जाए गौ प्रेमानंद so many questions tonight yes um, I have a question about, uh, in verse in Chaitanya Charitamrita that says that the Krishna mantra gives liberation from samsara and Krishna's name gives gives or brings us to Krishna's feet um, because it is said that even a, a shadow of the holy name can uh, still move me so what to speak of Shudana then uh, why why does in other words, you're asking, given the power, the efficacy of Krishna Nam, what is the need for Krishna Mantra? Yeah, I mean, it is also Krishna Nam, but why does it need like, the extra words and the, and the native case? And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the way to answer that question is that the... Uh, That the um, that Krishna Nam is Krishna, so it is Nityamukta, eternally liberated. I mean, it's Krishna Himself. Um, that said. through Krishna Mantra and the spirit uh, swaha behind that of Sharanagati surrender submission when put together in a mantra form like this, as we have in the 18-syllable Gopal Mantra, this uh, fosters, in this way, it fosters the uh, Sharanagati that in turn helps one, facilitates one to take advantage of the power of the name. Excuse me. So you know the example of Pujapachita Marsh giving the two circles, the smaller circle and the larger circle. Um, and Krishna Nam being in the larger circle goes down and extends itself to unqualified people and on the higher end of its rim extends itself into the liberated life, we find that the gopas and gopis are chanting Krishna Nam, they're doing Nam, Nam Kirtan. Hmm? They're not uh, meditating and and uh, and uh, invoking the, the Krishna Mantra, hmm? which is in a more formal way of worship, submission, surrender, that the name is uh, being a um, applied, if you will. Um, And so, because of the power and efficacy of Krishna Nama's generosity, touching lower, it brings one 
to a point where one can then um, take advantage of uh, Krishna mantra and the deity that corresponds with the mantra. Hmm? And the way that we develop in bhakti, of course, is by sadhu sangha. And the sadhus that we meet, they worship certain deities. Hmm? If they're Ram bhaktas, they're worshiping Sita and Ram. Um, for example, the Godias, they're Narayan bhakta, they're worshiping Lakshmi Narayan, hmm? one of his avatars. They're Krishna bhaktas, the Godias, they're worshiping Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Radha and Krishna, Gornitai, Krishna Balaram, these are our, our deities. So, because we come in touch with sadhus in such a lineage with these deities, we will worship these deities also. Hmm? And in order to worship the deity, one requires diksha. So, Nam is independent of diksha. Krishna can do whatever he wants, he's non different from his name. Hmm? So even without diksha, we can find that people chant Hare Krishna, for example. They hear the kirtan, they, they can participate in that. We don't discourage anyone. We encourage people to do so. But diksha, that's another thing. Hmm? One aspect of the diksha is that the mantra that we receive corresponds with the deity, and upon receiving the mantra, we have now eligibility to engage in the, in, the, in, the, in the worship of the deity, hmm? the archon. Hmm? And in one sense, the deity is the heart of the um, sadhus, the acharya, manifests on the altar, in a temple built around, and a flag up above, um, signaling it, uh, this is the place here. You can, you can find the the access, the the guyam, the, the the secret inner heart hmm, of the sadhu, of the of the acharya, hmm? um, and and so with in order to do that, then the time eternal system is tradiksha, in which mean, which essentially means. Receiving the mantra. Hmm. Receiving the mantra, and the mantra is in, corresponds with the deity, is employed in the, in the, in the, uh, the ritual, worship, and so forth. And this is another anga of bhakti, which of course is very, very powerful, and um, engages all of the senses for the most part. It's very, very engaging. Um, and in the context of the deity worship, at a certain stage of archan, of our progress, archan may have the capacity to consume us more than, than, than Harinam. Hmm? We find that devotees fall asleep sometimes while chanting japa, but they don't often fall asleep while doing artik or cooking for the deity, or uh, you're, you're active. Hmm? Um, you, your mind is, 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 is not centered enough, one-minded enough, perhaps, to take advantage of Krishna Nam. So Krishna Mantra and the corresponding deity worship, they come and help us. Hmm? 
help us to a certain point, their efficacy is reached, and the deity is manifest in the heart. And you can do nambhajan, hmm? and do, do artik in your heart, and so, and so forth. Again, uh, as we know, the, there's artik in the lila also, but it plays out differently. The rituals are all there in the lila as well, but they play out differently than the way in which we formally do them in the, in the realm of ritual, where the, this particular form of the goddess, the archa, bigraha, this particular type of incarnation has come to help the devotees, hmm, brought by the guru, the acharya. And so, it, your question is almost like, what is the need for diksha when you can just chant the holy name? Hmm? And um, Jiva Goswami brings up this argument um, in Bhakti Sandarbha. If the name is independent of diksha, and then he says, well, what about the mantra? The mantra is really essentially just made up of the names. Hmm? So it must be such as well, <laughs> uh, more or less. But he says that Bhagwan, this is his system. So if we, that we receive um, the name, the blessing to chant, the name, receive the mantra from the Guru, and the name becomes pleased in this way. Hmm. And, and then is disposed to, to reveal himself. So if we think that I'll chant, everything, many things have been said about the name, so I'll just chant the name, but I don't want to take diksha and, and have to serve a guru, then this will constitute namaparad, because to disregard guru avagya means to disobey the orders of the guru, but it means also, really, the implication of that, if you disobey the order, it means that you are disrespecting the guru. So if you disrespect the principle of the guru, who, who to, to emphasize this point of the importance of the guru, uh, Krishna made a statement, acharjamam bijaniyam. Yeah, bijaniyam. You know this verse? It's from the 11th canto of the Bhagavatam. And the context is about Varnashram, a, a family guru, a Varnashram guru, not the sadguru of much higher spiritual quality. But he's saying, even on this level, I am, I should, the acharya should be seen as myself, given respect. What to speak of Sadguru in the, uh, on the path of Uttam Bhakti. So, so if we, if we, and of course it's said that, that Krishna is more present in the guru than um, even in the deity, and we worship the deity because we've heard from the guru, and so on and so forth. So if we disregard this principle, Krishna's own system, hmm, these, the guru, the sadhus, these are the kripa shakti of Bhagavan. How can we get his shakti if we avoid um, them, right? And we've heard the name from them anyway. To begin with, we should trace it out. What is the source? And and think this person made me fortunate. He made the name available, hmm? um, and so forth. 
Some will say, yeah, well, these days, we'll say, yeah, well, Prabhupada gave the name, and so, you know, I'll take it at that. But Prabhupada gave the name with the help of a lot of disciples <laughs> who sweated their, their blood from their pores uh, to open centers and circulate books and, and so on and so forth. Agni Dave passed out in his famous story in New York on freezing cold, wasn't it? <laughs> on, on 42nd Street or something like that in the Kirtan, just to be, to be out there, you know. Um, uh, so, this is years and years ago. So, um, it's very uh, short-sighted, and this is not a good attitude at all. It's not a good understanding. Krishna won't appreciate. So, to disrespect the principle of the Guru is a, is a, an offense to the name. One of the Nam Aparads is a significant one. Um, so, your question is kind of like that. What is the need for Diksha when we have the holy name? Because the holy name is independent, again, from Diksha. And we see that people chant. They can hear. People come. We encourage them. Chant. Enter the kirtan, right? Whether they're initiated or not. But the point is that if they actually take advantage of the name in the context of sadhu sangha, then it's going to become clear to them that that they they need guidance they want to they want to chant the name in such a way as to as to draw from the name all that can be drawn and so forth so they have this kind of openness and inquisitiveness to learn and so forth and it's very apparent that well if you get the blessing of the guru the, the guru now going to give diksha um, this is a whole. This is this is a this is a very big thing. Hmm? Um, again, it gives access to the worship of the deity. But um, it uh, as um, Jiva Goswami says in in in, in Bhakti Siddhartha that the relationship with the deity. Relationship with the deity is found in the mantra, mm-hmm. so it's more specific to help draw out from the name that what uh, uh, all that lies there by coming in this in this form of the mantra. If we say that, as Chaitanya Charitamrita says, that Krishna Nam brings us to to sansar mochan, means liberation. Krishna mantra, excuse me. What is samsara mochan in 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 our line? It means to attain bhava. Hmm? Bhava means to means to that the seed that was planted in sadhana bhakti is now sprouting. The seed was planted, and it gave rise to active service. The active Aspect of Krishnanushilanam, the culture of of, of, of Uttam Bhakti, hmm? and the result of that sadhana and engaging by action. I mean, senses are there for action. So, by engaging in bhakti with our senses, the emotive aspect of bhakti. Hmm? Um, uh, I want to say uh, not develops but uh, arises, hmm? and so 
it does so in the beginning, but this, the sprouting the emotion in the form of a stahibhav, the sprout only of the stahibhav, which, which is a relationship with Krishna in Sakya Rasa, in Madhuri Rasa. So you got association, you got a seed of bhakti, you, you, you water the seed, so to speak, by engaging with your senses in bhakti, and the seed is sprouting, the anku, or the sprout, in the form of the emotive component of bhakti. Now you're in the stage of, of bhava bhakti. That's mukti. Hmm? Do you understand? Hmm? You understand the teaching? In other words, the jivan mukta, there's also jivan mukta in bhakti. It's a famous term for the jnanis, but, but Rupa Goswami invokes the term also in, in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Karmana manasagira. Hmm? Karmana manasagira. With your, with your mind, intelligence, hmm? body, words, all engaged. Jivan mukta suchate. Hmm? One is a jivan, a jivan mukta. So, but when you detain bhava, then the influence of karma is now it's been completely eradicated. <clears throat> There's still development for prema and so forth, but now you're here um, cultivating hands-on directly, whereas indirectly in sadhana bhakti, more directly in bhava bhakti, that relationship hmm, that has sprouted when that becomes mature by combining it with the other. Um, ingredients of bhava, vibhava, anubhava, sattvika bhava, sanchari bhava, that rati becomes mature, then it, we call it rasa, and, and prem bhakti. So, point being that if, as Chaitanya Charjamrita says, Krishna mantra, by Krishna mantra we get sansar mochan, means liberation. Well, in the context of our teaching, that means the attaining of bhava. And that means the sprouting of the relationship of the staiba, the sprout. So, again, it comes out of the mantra. As Jiva Goswami is taught in Chaitanya, in, uh, in Bhakti Sandarbha. So the mantra is more than just, uh, I don't want to say more than just worshiping the deity. Worshiping the deity is huge. And that's your deity, that's your God. You're worshiping him and invoking the mantra that corresponds with him and uh, along with hearing and chanting and so forth. And, uh, and uh, that continues also, but your ability to take advantage of the name should uh, and, uh, increase, hmm? should foster inner life. And, uh, and then, arguably, uh, then... Uh, well, then Krishna Nam, Nam Kirtan, Smaranam. Um, this will be done also in Sadhana Bhakti, but this is really the life in the Bhava Bhakti. We'll take one up to, uh, to uh, the, again, the maturation of that um, Stai Bhav from, from, uh, from Rati to, to Rasa. Hmm?
So, again, um, your question is like, why not just chant Hare Krishna? Why do we need a guru? Because the guru we get diksha from, and the, and the essence of the diksha is to give the mantra. Hmm? Uh, so why not just chant? Because this is Krishna's system. And Krishna says, it's, Jiva Goswami says, yes, it's true that the mantra is, is essentially just made up of the names of Krishna. So you could say, why do you need a, a guru if the, if the nam is independent of diksha, then the names in the mantra, aren't they independent as well? He said, he says uh, that you could make such an argument, but this is Krishna's system. Hmm. To receive it from, since forever, hmm. from, the, from, from the teacher and so forth. Hmm. Um, and then this is not to disrespect the guru, and then there's a wealth to be derived from not doing that and from and taking advantage of the, of the, the guidance and so forth. And... Uh, and ultimately, having you know someone from that side speaking speaking for us, hmm. uh, we want that. <laughs> someone from the other side speaking for us, taking that way we feel everything's okay. Everything may fall apart, but if that is there, everything is okay. Uh, I've got what is my security plan? <laughs> what, how will I? <laughs> this is this is a real security plan. We hmm. have someone on that side. Says, I guess, uh, thinking for us, you don't. You really don't have to worry. And the more you act in that way, then you'll you'll realize it. And you'll experience it. They're taking care of me. So, they certainly have the Surup Shakti. Certainly has the power to take care of us. It's a total, total welfare state there. <laughs> it's total socialism. <laughs> Uh, and it's, it's, it's democracy, I guess, talks about freedom and individuality, it's that too, or capital. It's, I guess, socialism, capitalism, it's both the best of both. It's full individuality and a full welfare state. So, that's the Rupa Shakti is providing for everyone. And has, I mean, we shouldn't think for a moment that Rupa Shakti doesn't have the capacity to provide for Jiva. Hmm. What are we in comparison to that? Right? We're just a particle of the Tatasta Shakti, with the power, the limited power, such that we can be overwhelmed by Maya. So, she can. Maya cannot stand in her presence. What to speak? Then how she can nourish and care for the um, for the jiva. So make effort for that to come under that uh, that shelter. So this is very uh, central. Right to the teaching, and um, so we shouldn't think like that. That I'll just chant the name and I avoid. Basically, means avoid diction. Means avoid the guru, and then you won't have. Uh, and then why would you want to do that? And then you cannot worship the deity. Also, who's the, this? Is your deity? This is who you're. Who's love for you? You're cultivating. You want to bring him a flower. You want to offer him incense. Hmm. And so forth. So, these. Uh, this is the arrangement. It's. Uh, it's uh, come from the time of Brahma. Hmm. Krishna gave Diksha to, to Brahma at the dawn of creation. The same mantra that we're receiving, Gopal mantra. Hmm. So it has great uh, power hmm, in that form. 
And um, so we should take advantage of the opportunity. Um, yeah, so Diksha, very important. Um, and um, I'm not giving it too much these days to, um, to uh, further stress importance and and uh, to um, help those who take Diksha understand the significance of that. It's basically, you know, it's really basically accepting a particular lineage. They should understand it. Um, so maybe I'll have to put a quiz together for them. For, uh, you know, I won't do it in writing, but in person. Hmm. But it's it's very 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 important. This is this is this is this is kind of the. It's through the, this is this is what our you know the, we become a card carrying member. We we have diksha. We someone has spoken for us. Someone has shared the mantra with us. Um, not just in some formal way, but someone who we know has uh, the capacity and we are inspired by and so forth. So, yeah, that's not something to think that you can avoid or why would you want to? Only by confusion and misrepresentation that's out and about that people come up with these alternative ideas. But mistaken misrepresentation is only speaks that much louder to us about that which is it's being misrepresented so it's always wrong on the basis of misrepresentation to give up the thing altogether you can only misrepresent something that actually exists right does that help yeah yeah hmm Mm. What else? It seems like one could say, uh, like, oh, well, then I'll just take harder now from the guru, just so I'm not, you know, dis- disregarding the guru, but then not pursue further to get the second initiation. Seems like someone could say that. They would be under a misunderstanding then. To, why would they want to do that? Hmm. I mean... What would be the purpose? I understand it. You know, it doesn't make any sense to you, but I mean, <laughs> people might say it, right? So, uh, you know, why would anybody want to do this? It's, it would be based on a misunderstanding of what the, what Diksha is. And my personal thought was, I'd like to get everything I could from from Prabhupada. That's why I wanted six in the house. They've got another monitor to do. I'll take that too. If it requires more equipment, more 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 um, uh, more. Um, if it requires more commitment, I said, "Well, I'm ready to commit more. This is what I'm. I'm this is what I came for. Isn't it? So, whatever's available, uh, I'm ready to. Uh, well, I want to take advantage of that. So, yeah, very important." Basically, we have, to use Bhakti Thakur's terms, um, Shravandasa, the stage of hearing. Shravandasa, so you hear. 
you hear sufficiently, and you understand this is what I want, this is what I'm about, I, this is, this is, I agree with this, I want to be a... So there should be sufficient shravan. And diksha means should, mean should I should understand. That should be... What is the term then? Prapano. Apan? No, no. Baran. Barandasa. Acceptance. Hmm. So it should be something like this. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard. And and properly I've understood now acceptance. Hmm. Acceptance of all that the Guru is, is offering. So it should be with a clear understanding where I'm going. What's the ideal? Yes, I identify with that ideal. Hmm. I want to embrace that. Here's the mantra that corresponds with that. This is what you you will do. You'll be Krishna's friend. And details will come gradually as you qualify yourself like this. This is what Diksha should be. Hmm. Um, if I've heard, then the Guru should ask, what do you understand? Uh, he's been chanting in our assistant. He's been chanting the holy name regularly, hearing, gets an understanding. What I repeatedly say, these are the windows of opportunity. We have my Guru Maharaj and, uh, coming in this way, and Sakharaj, Pujapachita Maharaj coming in Madhuri Rasa. And these are the influences in the entire Sampradaya. Hmm? Even hearing. Hmm. What is your understanding? They should understand. This is what it's about. This is where it's going. And Marandas, I accept it. That's a big thing. This is, this is now who I am. This is my path. This is my ideal. Hmm? Then, what are the other stages then? Shavandas, Barandas, Apandas, Prapandas, Apanda. I uh, can't remember them all, but these are stages. Mm. So we get this far Barandas, acceptance. Mm. Um, and that, again, based on clear, clear hearing. So this is how I approaching the subject at this time. We have enough students, we could use you here and there, but <laughs> but um, that they, uh, they've heard, they understood. So those who want Diksha, they can approach, and then I will talk with them further and see if they've understood and help them understand further. And then they should be clear that this is what, what, they're, what they're getting involved and what to, be, what to expect, where it's going, so forth. And it should be like that, Barandas. Smarandas. Smarandas, that's the other one. Smarandas. From Barandas to Smarandas to Apan, to attainment. Oh, I'm just asking where, where can you found? Oh, these are, this is, uh, I haven't found, found that anywhere except in the writing of Bhakti Vinod and his, his followers. Um, I've just written about it in my the book I'm writing now. You can find it there. <laughs> but it's in, uh, in, in, in all the books of Bhakti Vinod, Jaiva Dharma. Yeah. What else? Yes.
um, there's this idea, that's a bhakti vinod, the idea of the protomaya. Protomaya. Protomaya, that's uh, the covering of the dhamma mm. that appears in one way, but uh, I don't necessarily understand it fully. Okay, well the idea of the protomaya is that um, it's kind of the idea that if you go to Radhakund, for example, and you happen to be white, then you're going to get more or less attacked by what are called pandyas, uh, guys who uh, basically make a living by showing people around the holy place. So this is Krishna's Kaviraj's Bhajan Kutir, this is the tongue of Govardhan over here in the story, and this is this and this and this and so forth. Right? That's what they do. And they're in everywhere. Hmm? You know, in all the holy places. So these guys in Radhika, at least last time I time I was there, they, they practically attacked us. You know, fighting over with one another over who would be the one. And if you try to ignore them, because you've already been there so many times and you know all the places and so forth, then they they start cursing you and saying, Raghunatha said you should you should honor the, the Dambasis. I am Dambasi. I am Dambasi. You worship me. You touch my feet. I am Dambasi. This is how they, they talk like this. Hmm. And... Um, And so, <laughs> they're like in the Dom, but they're not in the Dom, because they're not in the consciousness of the Dom, which is you know, more like Trinata peace, and Ichena, Trinata peace, rather than this kind of pridefulness, right? Hmm? They, uh, such, such, such persons sometimes express, not all pundits, but you know, there are quite a few like this. So I just use this as an example, that there are people in the Dham that are physically in the Dham, but the Dham is not a physical place. Hmm? It has, it's a Dham opera to think it, it's limited to a certain geographical area. That's why Rupa Goswami says you should live in Vrindavan, or if you can't live there physically, live there in your mind. So it really is a meditative place in the super-subjective world, right? It has a physical location in this world, but it's said, for example, if you go to the Dham or a holy place, but you don't take advantage of the saintly people who live there, that sa eva gokara, you're going there is like the an ass or a cow going there. Hmm? In other words, you haven't, you haven't taken, you just, you, you, you've, you've become like an, you are a human, you, know, you become like an animal. It's hmm? said that you're going backwards. Hmm? So, in essence, then what? The Dom is the holy places, right? Hmm? The hearts, the hearts of the sadhus. That's why when Vidura was going to go on pilgrimage, Yudhisthira was so attached to him, he was the king, Vidura was the sadhu, and he didn't want him to go. But Vidura said, oh, I'm a sadhu, I'm going to go on a Tirtha Yatra, go to the holy places. And what did he say? 
Bhavad Bidha Bhagavatas Tirta Bhuta Swayambibu Tirti Kurbanti Tirtani Svantastena Gadabrita. Siddhavidur, what is the need for you to go on the place of pilgrimage? Sadhus like you always carry the Lord in the heart, and therefore you are the place of pilgrimage. I've told a story about we went to Gita Nagari and Prabhupada was in the barn with us and all of a sudden there was a mouse and then the cat jumped and the dog and then children made a noise and the adults and there was this little commotion and it was over. And then Prabhupada said, just see, you see there was the cat, the mouse, the dog, the children, the cows, the calves, the adults, everybody living harmoniously. This is Vrindavan. Hmm? The next morning when we got on the bus, he said, did you see it? And I said, what? And then he said that to me. He walked by like two, three steps up to the bus. He turned around and said, did you see it? And again he said it. And I said, Prabhupada, I'm seeing you. You are Vrindavan. Hmm? And so, it's a, in the way I'm speaking about it, it's a consciousness, right? Hmm? We call it Krishna consciousness. Um, so, um, the proto-maya is kind of like, you've got to get through that. And how you do that by sadhusanga, by bhakti, by uh, not just living there. Hmm? There may be some residual benefits and so forth and so on, but this idea of protomaya is there. That there, There's a covering. Hmm? Because who can get into the dom? Right? Only devotees. We say that, uh, well, Vishvamrita, he got into Vaikuntha, right? Was it Vishvamrita? Durvas Muni, excuse me. Durvas Muni got into Vaikuntha. You know the story? He offended Ambarish Maharaj. Ambarish Maharaj was... Uh, um, he came with his whole group to visit Ambarish Maharaj on Ekadasi. And, uh, and so um, Ambarish had to feed the group as is a custom and... Um, Etiquette and so forth, and and uh, but Durva stayed and bathed longer in the river, and he had some enmity towards Ambarish, who was a very humble devotee, and was apparently very worldly because he was a king, but he was always busy with all of his senses in Krishna's service, and Durva was was a, like a Shaivite renunciate, hmm. you know, like a Nagababa or something like that. Looks like a oh, he must be a sadhu. And uh, meanwhile, Ambrish looked like a like a worldly person. Hmm? So um, he had some some enmity towards Ambrish, and and meanwhile, other people were praising Ambrish as a great soul. So he stayed there in the river long enough that the time for um, breaking the ecstasy passed. And then he came. He, he knew Ambrish, these devotees, they never, they always, they always, they always followed goddesses. So, so, so Ambrish was puzzled what to do. I can't eat by the etiquette, social etiquette, before my guests, but the time for breaking the ecstasy is upon us. So he drank water. Hmm. But, 
by his power, Durvas could understand, okay, he's broken the fast. So then he came, and then he he cursed him. Hmm? Something like that. Hmm? And and Vishnu's Sudarsan Chakra appeared, maybe out of the deity or something, and started chasing Durvas, and he went to Brahma and Shiva, they couldn't help him. And he was able to go to Vaikuntha to see Narayan. And Narayan said, I can't help you either. You gotta go back to Ambarish. <laughs> You offended Ambarish, and you don't. You think you know the Shastra because you're a Gani, but you don't know. And then Krishna pulled out a verse from somewhere, you know, probably got it from one of the Goswamis. <laughs> you know all, all the books. <laughs> Said that breaking the fast with water is 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 is, is, is a way of breaking it and not eating at the same time. So he actually broke, my devotees know everything, they know all the Shastra. Whether they know it by heart or not, they know it. Hmm. Same thing happened with, a similar thing happened when Nanda Maharaj was kidnapped uh, by the um, servants of Varuna, brought to the bottom of the of the water uh, for having, I think it was, that broke a codice at the wrong time, but drinking water or something like that. Uh, if you look carefully at Sanskrit and the commentaries, he actually did it right, and Verna's people were mistaken. And so, uh, or you take the example of the coward boys mm, near Mathura, the far reaches of the of the of uh, the brudge, and uh, and they and they were playing and and they were hungry, and there was a yogi going on in Mathura nearby, and the, and so Krishna said. You know, go to them and ask for for some food. We're out here. Go ahead and go and ask them. They went and asked hmm, the yagnik brahmins from the sacrifice to give them some food, and the yagnik brahmins dismissed them. Who are you guys coming here asking us this? Anna? But if you study carefully, you see they asked exactly at the right time that you, that one could ask in the context of the sacrifice and everything. The implication is they actually knew everything. Hmm? Whether they knew it consciously or not, <laughs> the implication is by serving Krishna, they know everything, do everything right. Even if it looks like it might be wrong, it turns out that people following that path were wrong about it. So the Brahmins were wrong. They could have given them at that time. But um, and then they said, of course, Finland's historians said, go talk to their wives. And the wives gave them prasad and so forth. And the Brahmins realized their foolishness. So, these are some examples, at any rate. Um, um, and so Krishna told Ambarish, or Durvas, you don't know the Shastra, first of all. Secondly, you know, you, I can't save you from offense to my devotee. You have to go back and get your uh, his, his blessing. You have to apologize to him. You run all over the universe. You have to go back where you started. So he went back to Ambarisha, who was still fasting, <laughs> waiting for Durvas, whose men were waiting. <laughs> also, it must have taken a long time to go to see Brahma, <laughs> Shiva, Narada, and, and, and Krishna, and Vaikuntha. And then he, of course, uh, so he got, uh, he learned about Vaishnava Prabhupada. But the point is, which is, this is just an aside, he entered Vaikuntha. How can Durvas get into Vaikuntha? So I've told you before, Jiva Goswami gives the example. Sometimes a king 
brings a lion or a tiger into the assembly of the palace for entertainment. But he's not really a member of the royal entourage at the dinner party. And there's a tiger over here. I brought a tiger in a cage. And don't get too close. And now take him out. Something like that. So sometimes Krishna allows, Narayan allows some, some beast like this, some non-devotee, <laughs> to enter Vaikuntha for the entertainment to the residents there. <laughs> what kind of a place is that, huh? So, uh, <laughs> uh, so, um, and teach them lessons. And so this was, this was an instance um, in which that happened. Mm. Um, so, did he enter Vaikuntha? Mm. Not really. So, in the sense that Vaikuntha is a, is, a, is a consciousness, Krishna consciousness, Narayan consciousness, to be a Brajbasi, I mean, we hear what they're like, we read it in the books and so on and so forth, then we see people who are living there that aren't like that, then we think they're on, they're like the, they're on the surface, the protomite. There may be some residual benefit from that, certainly, too, but they're not, to be a resident of the Dham, that's, is to see Krishna there. Hmm. That's what the Goswamis were living in Vrindavan. They were seeing Krishna did this here, Krishna did this here, Krishna did this here. Their Baba was, was, as we revealing the places of Krishna's pastimes, which Mahaprabhu empowered them to do. They were living in Vrindavan. Hmm. So we follow in their footsteps and try to honor their Baba. They saw this here, they felt this here, and so forth. But um, many people live only on the surface. So, apparently there is some manifestation of maya, proto-maya, covering the dom. That help? Yeah. No, it's not a physical thing. We still don't disregard the people, but if they... But when, when, when Mahaprabhu, when Jagi, Jagadananda, wanted to go to Vrindavan, uh, uh, with his, because of his, he was upset with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. <laughs> it's a long story, but uh, said, all right, then you go. But uh, but he, 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 I think he told him, don't don't mix closely with anybody there, and, and associate with Sanatana Goswami. He's there, he, so he went to Vrindavan. He associated with Sanatana Goswami, not just anybody and everybody. When Mahaprabhu went there. To Vrindavan, hmm. you know, and then he saw one. He heard the inhabitants said, "Krishna is dancing on the heads of Kali at night, every night in the Jamuna." So he went there and he said, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and he found that it was a it was a fisherman with a with a lamp, you know, something like that. <laughs> so they weren't really seeing Krishna. They were superstitious and they didn't understand the tattva and, and so on and so forth. So, anyway, that's, again, that's, that's kind of the ground of the place is the tattva. So we were learning how to go in there, how to enter in there. Hmm. Like, let's say, for example, you want to become a um, citizen of a foreign country, foreign to your uh, birth country. Then you can go to the country, but you to be a citizen, you have to learn things about it, right? You have to learn who's the first president or whatever. They give you some quiz, you know. 
how many people in the House of Representatives and stuff that kids learn in school here, um, this kind of thing. Um, how many states are there? And so you, you, you learn something about the tattva. Hmm. Then you can get your citizenship. You have to want it. Hmm. You have to be accepted by the government. It's okay, you can apply. And then, do you know what it's about, even? Here's the test. You pass the test. So, something like that. We need to learn a little, little tattva to become a, a citizen there. Hmm. Otherwise, you get there and you don't want to where to turn. And people think, who are you? You don't belong here. You don't know your way around. Yes? Um, you were talking about the consciousness that constitutes the entrance to the Dom. You quoted the, the reverse of the Shichastikam. So, would you say that Nishta constitutes the consciousness of entrance into the Dom? Well, Nishta is, 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 is um, um, certainly... In a, it constitutes acquaintance with the tattva. You could pass the test, so you're in a good position um, there. Um, but um, I would say detaining bhava is really living, living there. Nishtas nasta praju abhadreju almost. All inauspicious things are removed. There may be some influence of Rajas, Thomas, Sattva, but it's not affecting your bhakti, but still there, has to go away. So after sadhana, the bhakti is, is completed. Hmm. After all, it is, it is liberation, so beyond liberation. To live in Vaikuntha, to live in Goloka. So, Baba Bhakti. Okay, what's the time? All right, we'll stop there. Go over to Nandakija, go back to Vindakija. Both Premanandi.